I come from an electrical contracting family in the UK, and I was making my own amplifiers when I was about 15, 16. And I decided that I didn't want to be an electrician or a contractor. So I started playing guitar and we was pretty good at it, my band. And we came to the US in 1986 and I played with Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, all in the recording arena. But I had a lot of fun for a couple of years before I jumped off the crazy train and decided to become an entrepreneur. Today on the show, we have Rue Phillips. His current venture is Skill Fusion, and it's a digital platform for training, certification, and compliance for electric vehicles. When you jumped on to the entrepreneur wagon, what did you start with? Well, I answered a ZEV mandate, zero emission vehicle mandate from Edison EV, a multi-billion dollar corporation in California on the West Coast as well. The ZEV mandate was by 10, 10% of vehicles by 2012 would have to be zero emission. So because I had experience back in the UK with my electrical contracting family, I was selected from 2,000 contractors to be one of 20 to be installing, servicing uh, electric vehicle infrastructure. So I got into it because of my experience back in England. And uh, yeah, it was fun back in the day. I installed one of the first uh, public residential EV chargers. Uh, I think it was about 1995 and I had uh, the GM EV1. It was fun times. Oh, well, now we've seen that industry has completely blown up from there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so back in the day, you were considered a tree hugger if you drove an electric car or you had solar on the roof. But uh, now there's, there's all an awareness, I call it, uh, towards not just renewable energy and save the planet, but they're really nice cars and they make sense. So, yeah. What's your car preference these days? Well, I drive a Mercedes AMG EQS. I, I love it. It's I was going to have the Porsche electric. I don't know what it's called. The But anyway, I was going to have the Porsche, but it was a lit, too, little too sporty. I couldn't get in and out of it. I'm an old timer. <laughs> the Mercedes is a nice. That's a nice EV. Indeed. So that kind of brings us into the current venture, Skill Fusion. What inspired this business? Well, my previous business was 365 Pronto, which was kind of like an Uber-esque platform where it's utilized a nationwide network of service technicians and electricians. One of the things that I noted that there was a, first off, there was a, a shortage of that labor. Getting contractors and electricians to sign up was a burden and it became a problem in the industry now. So I was acquired, 365 Pronto was acquired by, by Enphase Energy. I moved on uh, with my partner, Elena Farnsworth, and we co-founded a company called Skill Fusion, where we can address the credentials required to service and maintain this infrastructure, which, as you know, is somewhat problematic. It doesn't score well in its reliability. So our goal is to certify uh, compliant electricians, not people that just call themselves electricians, but real electricians, which are compliant, actually with the Biden bill. Biden calls out for a certification and a training program. So that's what inspired us to, to get Skill Fusion together. Yeah, there's definitely a major need for this. Would you talk us through actually your exit from 365 Pronto? Because I know a lot of entrepreneurs, they never know when the day is going to come. Do I ever get to sell my company? Do I ever get to move on to the next chapter? 
Well, I believe every entrepreneur should have an end goal. There will be failures along the way, but failure is not the end goal. It's a hurdle. And what when I, I co-founded 365 Pronto, what I wanted was a fully automated platform, something just like Uber where an electrician could pick up his app and see a ticket, a service ticket, and go repair a solar system or an electric vehicle charger. The exit was always on the books. It, it always, I, I had a, an end goal. In fact, I want to quote you something that, that said, oh my gosh, it was a famous actor. It'll come to me in a minute. But he, he wrote himself a check for a million dollars. I don't know whether you could, Jim Carrey. He wrote himself a check for a million dollars and he put it in his wallet. And he says, one day I'm going to cash that. I wrote myself a check for $5 million and put it in my wallet. And I says, one day I'm going to cash that. <laughs> and I actually turned down along the way. Someone offered me $5 million for the business and I actually turned it down. I would recommend doing such. Seriously, it's a great little project. And for yourself, do it. Write yourself a check, put it in your wallet, look at it frequently and say, I am going to, one day I'm going to cash this check. And every day, make sure that you're doing something towards that, that, that end goal. Yeah, that's, it's a good point. I mean, I will be writing that $5 million check a little later today, and then we'll, we'll see how long it takes. <laughs> Absolutely. Do it, do it, do it. So how many, how many offers did you field before you finally took the proper exit from that company? Well, I, as the, the president and CEO of the company, the, the first off, I, I got to say, what I did was hired a bunch of people smarter than myself. So I found partners, investors that, that came in and actually taught me tools towards the success and the end goal. So I, I owe the success of a lot of my companies to, to my business partners who I, I chosen. And I would well recommend that anybody that wants to become a successful entrepreneur, surround yourself with people smarter than, than yourself. In answer to your question, I had several offers where one of them, we were going to go public with the company and it just wasn't right. It wasn't just a monetary issue for my exit strategy. It was what I wanted the platform. I was the architect and the ambassador for the company and obviously one of the co-founders. But I, I had a, a burning ambition to actually get this app in the hands of and, and enhance the business. And, and I want to point out that if you don't have a passion, don't do it. If you don't have a passion for what you do, stop, reassess and realign yourself towards what your end goal is. So when you finished that exit, how long did it take before you chose your next venture, which is now SkillFusion? Boy, I was supposed to be in retirement and I'm, I'm not young, some spring chicken, but I just could not sit around with an industry that's thriving where I had experience. I've got decades. I think it's going on 30 odd years doing what I'm doing in solar and electric vehicles. And I saw the need for labor. There is a desperate labor shortage. And I felt that I could address that. So it was about 12 months, I think, sitting on the beach and figuring out what I'm going to be doing next. And yeah, it was about 12 months. Yeah, you don't seem the type who can sit on the beach for very long. 
No, not indeed. And I don't surf either. <laughs> so you're saying this inventory is this industry, it's really growing now and you couldn't pass up the opportunity. Correct. Electric vehicles, as, as I stated earlier, have become an awareness now. There's a lot more people, not just Tesla drivers, but other manufacturers. And as with that 2030 goal of the major automakers tooling up, and I'll say something for people that think that the electric car is not going to go anywhere. Don't take my word for it. Just look at what the auto manufacturers have planned. They're doing this regardless. We will see in 2030, anyone will be able to look around themselves and do a 360 on the freeway, not while you're driving, but a 360 and you will see at least five to 10 electric vehicles in your vision. That's a fact. That's what's going to happen. So it was pretty easy for me thinking what I'm going to do next, thinking what I'm good at, thinking what I have a passion for and starting something up, what people need. And I think that's important. On Main Street here in Seal Beach, where I live, there's about four coffee houses. I wouldn't recommend anybody to go and start a new coffee house on Main Street. <laughs> so think of something that people need. Well, I was going to ask, what would your advice be for new entrepreneurs? So you already kind of were in there. Let's keep going. What else would you say they need to do? Well, I, as I said, the, the number one, obviously, is surround yourself with smart people that are ambitious and that they, they have a passion for what they do. If they're just showing up for work as an employee, they're probably not going to be good as, as your associates or, or even their employees. Adaptability, be ready to change along the way your plan will change the end goal will be the same you'll still cash that check the minute you write it you have set yourself an end goal but things are going to change in your career the, the plan will change you have to be able to adapt quickly on that failure failure is going to happen along the way it will be it doesn't mean to say that the end goal will never happen so accept that failure is a hurdle and it's not the, the end game. And another big one is networking. Put yourself out there, meet people, jump on airplanes to meet people if you need to. It should be part of your business development plan and budget. Sometimes it's costly, but it's always worthwhile. And I, and I have a, a, a theory. If you're going to meet 10 people in the space of two months, eight of them might bring and yield nothing towards your plan. But those two people that are going to make a difference, those are the ones. Now, unfortunately, you're not going to know which two out of the 10 to, 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 to focus on. But networking is really, really important. And, and obviously, I can't stress enough. Do what you do uh, with a passion. Yeah, that is a really good. It's a four-step process right here from Rue on what you should do to get your business going and have uh, turn those failures into successes. Indeed. Indeed. So, Rue, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out to you about your new venture or just to get to know you a little more, how could they do so? So they could reach me at Rue at evskillfusion.com. That's Rue at evskillfusion.com. Or also, you know, I have a podcast, EV Chat Podcast. 
please listen to that. It's great. I, I interview people just like yourself, Chad. It's a, this is a great podcast, by the way. I hope it helps others. And I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, I believe LinkedIn is a great tool for networking. And anybody want, that wants to reach me can catch me on Rue Phillips. There's not many Rue Phillipses. You can also do a search, actually. If you do Rue Phillips plus Black Sabbath, you'll see some of the stuff they actually did there with those guys. <laughs> well, thank you, Rue, for being on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing for Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design and Development. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.